Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer. I'm joined by Jimmy Corderas and Raj Geary, and it is the Monday Night Raw After Show. Raj, that intro theme just goes hard, man. It's very dramatic. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's like the end of The Fugitive. I know. (laughs) I was like, I hope I can live up to this. (laughs) Uh, But geez, Louise. Wow, I'm excited. Uh, Jimmy, how you been? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm happy to break out the shovel up here in Canada. And, uh, you know, for snow, that is. So people understand what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, did you kill somebody? Yeah. Uh, Raj, and and of course, (laughs) how, how have you been, buddy? It's been a week. Good, man. One of my lights is off. I'm trying to get it, get the lighting <laughs> proper. It's not working, but uh, so I apologize. I, I, I look like I'm in a, a corner somewhere, but mysterious. You look like you match the the foreboding theme coming into the show. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm ready for war. Match it, matches the music from the intro. There you yeah, go. There you go. Uh, well, we have a lot to discuss. We had a raw that I think had a little bit of something for everybody, whether it be wrestling, whether it be stuff you hate, whether it be comedy, it's got a little bit of everything, including a little bit of magic that I can't wait to chat about with Raj Uh, before we get into it. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit of news that broke, uh, for me, like literally as we were getting ready for this show to start and come on the air, uh, as everyone sort of settles in and finds their seat, it sounds like. Uh, Kushida is no longer with uh, the WWE. Kushida is someone who I always thought of as being very, very technically gifted, very entertaining in the ring, was really good during the black and gold era of uh, NXT. But it looks like uh, this is where they part ways. Uh, Raj, mm-hmm. any any insight to this? Any, any Anything you got? I mean, I, I felt like you could see this coming out, uh, you know, a, a long ways away. He, he wasn't really being used that well. He was just kind of just was not a a big part of their plans. And I just felt like it was coming sooner than later and it happened and it happened. So, you know, I think it's the right move for him. He he wasn't going anywhere in NXT. You could tell they didn't have big plans for him outside of NXT. So uh, it's the, it's the right move. It did feel a little bit like a a fish out of water. Once the 2.0 thing changed. Um, I, again, I'm, I think he's talented, but it also felt like this wasn't quite the fit for him once once that change happened mm-hmm. um zook enigma in the chat says uh raw with no champion death feels even less important um i don't know well, if I feel like i missed it tonight but uh uh jimmy would you have any thoughts on on that well i i get it because now that we have a unified champion he you would technically like to see him on both shows you'd like to see him represented on raw and smackdown but at least have a contender from each show. And this is where I talk about uh, back in the day where let's say they have two other titles. They have the United States championship, which we saw defended tonight and they have the intercontinental championship. Those are the championships that should be identified as the brands title, so to speak. In my opinion, I think those are the ones that should be elevated and showcased. And then you're, your main champion could appear from time to time. And when he does, it feels like a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Raj, um, before we get into the show, uh, any just kind of overall thoughts on the idea of not having a champion on the show or the main champion? 
I like the idea of having unified champions and you only have one set of tag team champions, one set of, you know, one world champion, and they appear on both shows. I, I feel like the title means more that way. Two world champions, it just dilutes it. When you have one, I feel like it just means that much more. So I, I like the idea of it. Uh, I just, you know, just watching and, you know, people will give, you know, uh, news sites crap because of uh, the plans change or, uh, you know, uh, the things change, but that's the real deal. I mean, I, I can tell you right now, I'm pretty sure that WWE is not sure what they want to do with the unified title. If they want it to be become split again or keep it as one. And, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of it being being one. It reminds me a lot of the old quarterback saying where in football, they say, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. I feel like if you have two <laughs> right. world champions, you don't have a world champion. Uh, I, I've never liked the idea of people saying, well, what's going to main event WrestleMania? You should know it should be the champion. Um, and so I've, I, I like the idea of one. I know they've done it in the past and there's been issues, but I just, I feels better. I like, it just feels cleaner knowing that this is the person in uh, WWE. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but speaking of letting things play out, I want to talk to you guys about how we are letting something play out. And it's our partnering with Conrad Thompson and First Family Mortgage to help you future endeavor all your debt, get credit cards, car loans, and a second mortgage. Save with WINC.com can help you consolidate all that debt and get you the cash you need. Get started with just a few clicks at savewithwinc.com. Here are more details from Tony Schiavone. I wasn't good enough. They had to get a pro. <laughs> We're going to get Tony Schiavone to say a few words, and we'll see you in 30 seconds. Hello, wrestling fans. Tony Schiavone here for my good friends at First Family Mortgage and WrestlingInc.com. Maybe it's time to buy a house. Buying my house was one of the best decisions of my life. I want to tell you, I want that for you and your family. It's a competitive market right now when it comes to buying a house. I suggest you lean on the advice of an expert. Complete the fast and easy form, and a member of Conrad's team will be in touch very soon. You know, I was going to be mad, but he is pretty pretty darn good at that live read. I think he uh, he's there's a reason they pay him the big box size. Uh, so I'm coming for you, though, Tony. I'm coming for you, Shivani. <laughs> he sounds like a real pro, doesn't he? <laughs> he's like Jimmy. He just got that natural likability. You can't get mad at him. You know. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> now I got a lot to live up to. Uh -oh. <laughs> you got it. You got to match the broadcaster uh, who's been doing it for a hundred years, Jimmy. I hope you can pull it off. Uh, you need to give it a shot. <laughs> the world is counting on you. Uh, but before we get into the show, I do like to always say thank you to everyone who's watching on the YouTube live with us, whether it be Mr. X, CDL94, Ricky Zaldivar, Samantha, Ethan Cruz. Uh, Brian, Hayes, Dylan, Matthews, uh, Samantha, uh, Polyb, Gosh, uh, Zook, Enigma, uh, RYN, all you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you're watching this later, feel free to hit the like button, comment, share, subscribe, leave a little comment in there. I always like to read those. Five-star review us, why don't you? Put a five-star review on Apple and leave a little comment there. I like to check those every now and again and see what people are saying. Sometimes they're mean. Say something nice. Brighten my day. Why not? <laughs> uh let's get into the show though um 
I want to start off. I, by the way, I just, I thought this was a great show. I actually really liked it. I thought this was a very good episode of Raw. Uh, I don't know what you guys are going to think. I have a feeling I know, but let's just go to this <laughs> step by step. Uh, we start with the opening segment, and it's Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Uh, the crowd loves Cody, and Rollins respects him until Cody's incessant taunting makes Rollins upset. He says that uh, he Rollins says he talks the talk, he walks the walk better than Cody. But Cody takes it to a crowd vote, so Rollins says in the main event he'll have a surprise opponent for Cody, much like Cody was the surprise opponent for Rollins. Jimmy, I thought this was a great intro segment. It set us up for the rest of the night. It was entertaining. Uh, what were your thoughts of this beginning part of the show? No, I enjoyed it. And and what I liked about it was the interaction with the audience itself. It was it, it didn't feel like, you know, we we're in a world where everybody talks about scripted promos and how the WWE is such so uh scripted and everybody has to stick to this didn't feel like that at all. This felt like these guys were having fun. They were enjoying interacting with one another and interacting with the crowd and allowing the crowd to interact with them. So mm-hmm. the crowd was buying in. And when the crowd gets like that and they, they are buying into what they are selling, you know, like you said, it helped set up the match for later on in the night. But at the same time, it got the crowd invested in what they were doing by uh, allowing them to be a part of what they were doing. Yeah, Raj, I thought their ability to just play off the crowd a lot, a, a very vocal crowd really added something to this this promo. I agree. I thought it started off hot. I thought it... Uh... It just set the pace. I thought it was a, a really good beginning to the show. They, everyone seems to love Cody right now. I love Cody. I think everyone, like, I, I feel like WWE so far is absolutely crushing his return. Uh, Raj, do you think that there might be a worry about uh, Cody burnout if he has these opening promos every single week? Well, we're only a few weeks in. I, I, I do think uh, there's going to, there's going to be that time where they hit that, that, that point, And hopefully they realize it before it gets, before it gets there. I think, um, but I think Cody's been just nailing it out of the park. Um, yeah, I, I think so far it's been really good and I, I would not change anything. Yeah. I, I have no, I, I feel like everything that we wanted from Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE, they've, they've done it perfect. So uh, big ups to them. Uh, in the chat, before we move on to the next segment of the show, uh, Michael Martinez has the question, thoughts on Battle of the Belts 2 and Dalton Castle. Uh, Jimmy, did you were you able to see Battle of the Belts this weekend? Unfortunately, it wasn't aired up here yet. I, I'm going to catch it, but I have to, uh, again, my apologies for not being able to comment on this because I, I haven't had a chance to to uh watch it yet so i'm looking forward to that's why i'm kind of staying away from what's being said online because i hate going in with preconceived notions of what so-and-so said and what so-and-so said i'd rather like okay i'm gonna back off i'm gonna lay off and just enjoy it my own way yeah i thought it was an enjoyable weekend of wrestling raj i think i saw you tweet something similar for me i wasn't able to watch a lot of these things live so i did kind of a a big wrestling show dump in one day where i watched a lot of it so i actually don't remember which was battle of the belts versus rampage um but i remember really liking the uh thunder rosa uh, nyla rose match i don't know if you have any thoughts i i, I found it i find uh, battle of the belts disappointing in, in the sense that i thought this was going to be another saturday night's main event mm-hmm. clash of the champions kind of show and it's a complete afterthought when it's when it means less than rampage 
you know, that's when uh, you just kind of know it's 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 very low at the pecking order. And uh, I was just hoping for this special to be more than that. But, you know, it, it, it was a fun show. Other other than that, I thought it was uh, there was a spot where Gresham and uh, Dalton Castle were slapping each other and it was just ridiculous i thought it looks dumb as hell <laughs> outside of that uh you I, saw I, that right i giggled yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have I mean, to go search it out thing. now it's one of the those things yeah. if you're doing it in a bushwhackers comedy match that's one thing mm-hmm. but when you're doing it in an roh title match this is supposed to be your title uh it just looks it just looks stupid as hell so i i don't know i thought i thought it sucked in general, like I said, it was tough for me because I saw the results, unfortunately, before I got a chance to see it. And then, like I said, it was that. and It was Rampage, Battle of the Belts, SmackDown. I kind of went through, like, they were all playing. So it was, it's a little bit of a jumble of what was actually happening. But, um, mm. yeah. yeah, it's all kind of a blur. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it does, now that I think about it, it does feel like Rampage was the bigger show because it had uh, the Hangman, Adam Cole match, mm. which was, like, the, the most highly built of the Right. of the sh- of the matches but mm-hmm. um in any case let's move on we got uh <laughs> that's a segue yeah <laughs> in any case <laughs> uh we had the boss and glow connection defending the titles against Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley uh mm-hmm. this one is for the titles and the champs retain this time the the pin is on Ripley and Ripley is upset mm-hmm. that Morgan wasn't there to help her uh and then Ripley attacks Morgan after the match uh, this was something, a, a breakup that I think we saw coming for a while. But, Jimmy, I want to ask you, uh, is it weird that Ripley got angry when she was the one that got pinned? I thought that felt a little clunky. I don't know if it felt clunky. I, I think uh, I think in depends on the way it's presented. And I thought I was okay with the way it was presented because she did get pinned, yes. but And she was the one who got upset because, hey, I saved you from being pinned on so many occasions. Where were you to break up the pin and help me out kind of thing? But – that that again falls a little bit on the announcers too, because that's the story they should help be telling. Or 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 when the when the women are arguing in the ring, maybe you know they lay out and l- make sure that Rhea says that in her, and they pick it up on on Mike or something like that. But it has to be sometimes explained, and I don't think they did that. I thought on commentary and Raj, I want to get your thought on this. It felt like they were talking on commentary a lot about how Ripley and Liv were a new team for a team that was no longer going to be together after the show. Anyways, isn't every team a new team? <laughs> Cause like yeah. not, none of the teams were, were a team six months ago that were mm-hmm. like in that WrestleMania tag match. Uh, you know, like I, I think Rhea, this is way overdue. She, mm-hmm. she can be a gigantic star with the right storyline, right presentation. I think her as a heel all of a sudden it just opens so many things up her against Bianca, her against Sasha. Uh, if you turn Becky Lynch back baby face, which I think they should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mm-hmm. a bigger star as baby face. In my opinion, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just, she could be that Brock Lesnar heel in the women's division. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, I've been waiting for her to have a big singles run. I've been such a fan of hers for such a long time. And so it, you're right. I agree. It feels like it's it's definitely overdue. Uh, but now that I, I don't know, I was wondering, is there any teams available to challenge at this point for the titles? I feel like that was the last one. 
I guess uh, Shayna yeah. and, and Natalia, but Natalia is going to NXT, it seems, for a while. So I don't know. Yeah, but she can she can do double duty, I guess, for now. But at the same time, you're right. There, there is a lack of uh, of women's tag teams, I think, right now. I mean, yeah, I think that's the problem with the women's tag team division is WWE treats it as such an afterthought. Like there's not real storylines. It's just like make makeshift teams that are kind of mm -hmm. going at it. And it's just, it, it feels more like a way to fill time as opposed to tell a story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back in the day, I mean, Jimmy, mm -hmm. you were a referee in my glory years, you know, watching mm -hmm. the Hart Foundation, the British Bulldogs and the Rockers. Oh my goodness. I mean, yes. it was a who's who of, of tag team wrestling and you got invested in the storylines, demolition, strike oh force. My goodness. Yeah. I, I mean, like I remember even, you know, doing a survivor series match where there were five tag teams versus five tag teams and, and all 10 teams were, you know, uh, viable and people were invested in all 10 teams. Yeah. It's amazing. And it was a huge deal when a, a, a tag title changed hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to see the women's tag title go to that but you need to put in the storylines you need to yes. put in the characters and not mm -hmm. just make it seem like a complete afterthought mm -hmm. and keep them together i mean i don't think like yeah. i said I, I don't think any tag team women's tag team survives a shot at the tag team titles if you whether you win them or not if you have a title shot you're on borrowed time after that point mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it was Davy Boy Smith and Jacques Rougeau against, you know, Max <laughs> and uh, Brian Blair, you know, it just yeah. would not have been the same. You need that that synergy, and uh, mm. you need to to build up those teams over time. It's amazing you picked those two, though. Like, as I remember the heat between the uh, the Bulldogs and the Rougeaus way back in the day, boy, uh, I, I I was unfortunately a witness to a pretty pretty bad scene. But anyway. Yeah, it was mostly shock and uh and dynamite, yeah. Dynamite, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Davy Boy was No, uh, no, he it wasn't really him. He was kind of like standing in the background. The same with Ray. Ray was he didn't right. want the heat, but uh I just happened to be there at the at, I don't want to say the right, right place at the right time. It was in the wrong place at the at the wrong time <laughs> to notice uh, you know the infamous uh uh, Jacques getting his retribution on diamond roll of quarters, right? Yes. It. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, Oh my goodness. Uh, bunch a... out dynamite's uh, teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah. And here's the worst part. You know, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> right. you know I mean, I'm like, mm. it's like uh, come on somebody, guys. Can somebody help here, please. <laughs> Cut it out guys. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so in the end, I'm bummed out that we lost another women's tag team, but I also really like the idea mm -hmm. of Rhea Ripley as a solo act. So I, mm -hmm. I call that segment a win. Uh, speaking of winning segments, Sonia Deville comes out and the crowd just hated Sonia. Uh, Sonia didn't care. She says she's a competitor. Bianca comes out and says, let's have a fight. But Sonia says, nope, we're going to do it in Knoxville. And Bianca attacks Sonia. Later, uh, Sonia is told that the higher-ups aren't happy about how she's conducting business mm -hmm. and finds Bianca, but only a dollar. Mm -hmm. Raj, uh, I love Sonia Deville. I love this character. I love where it's going. I love her music. Uh, it feels like she's moving back to full-time competitor, though. Absolutely, and she and and to your point, I think she's great. She's doing. <laughs> she's killing it. Uh, she being in that authority figure 
while she was dealing with what she had to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a scary thing that she had to deal with over the last year and a half. Someone breaking into her house with ties and, you know, the, yeah, I mean, it, it could have been, it could have gone south. And so mm-hmm. I can only imagine uh, how hard that yeah. is mentally, but for her to come back with it, she's killing it on her promos. She, uh, she's awesome. And uh, I, I love it. I, I like this uh, storyline. It gets Bianca away from Becky Lynch for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think it just builds a, a new star with Sonya. I think Sonya, too, is one of those people that can give Bianca a good match. But also, if Sonya doesn't get the win, it doesn't hurt her. Right. Either. You're not going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, they've ruined her, you know, because yeah. her character is that where she'll find an excuse or something like that. Uh, but that said, Jimmy, I got to ask you, do you think Sonia stands a chance? It's in Knoxville. Last time they were in Knoxville, uh, mm. Bianca took took a beating at the hands of Becky Lynch. Yeah, sometimes in the WWE, performing in your hometown is not a good thing. But, uh, <laughs> I, it, but the thing I like about this whole th- uh, situation is like you talked about Sonia, you know, knocking it out of the park, which she's getting legit heel heat, which is hard to do nowadays. Like we're seeing it with Becky Lynch because the audience wants to cheer her so bad. It's so difficult for her to, no matter what she does, there's that segment of the mm-hmm. audience that just wants to cheer her. Sonia mm-hmm. Deville has done a wonderful job using her authority position to garner that heel heat. And now she's continuing it in the ring with her promos and the way she's conducting herself. And again, she's projecting it to the audience and the audience is buying in 100%. And to Jimmy's point, you know, I think one of the things that hurts Becky and edge at, at, at times is when they're like, you people are the reason why I've turned and, and doing that mm-hmm. where it's like, you were the most cheered person on the show. Right. <laughs> you know, like uh, they never turned on you. <laughs> you were, right. you know, whereas Sonia, <laughs> this character that is true. <laughs> you were the most popular person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how dare you che- cheer me more than everyone else? <laughs> yeah, how dare I was the most over person on the show. <laughs> I uh, sold so much merchandise. I hate you. <laughs> but true. Sonia, you know, she, she keeps it real. Like it's believable when she's doing it, which, which right. I think is great. Yeah. So um, it will be interesting to see what plays out with her and from the GM perspective, because it sounds like there might be some drama in the way that le- leaves things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Uh, something we saw happen pretty flat out is Veer showed up and had a match with Jeff Brooks. Dominant win for Veer, as it should be. And, you know, good good on Jeff Brooks for getting on the national television. That's a big deal for mm-hmm. people, uh, you know, the wrestlers there getting on TV. And mm-hmm. good on him for getting to be able to do that. Um, Jimmy, Veer, how do you like Veer now that he's here? We've waited for him for a long, long time. How do you rate uh, – what, what grade would you give Veer so far? I'm still on the fence because, uh, okay, last week he did have a dominant win against uh, Dominic Mysterio. And, uh, okay, I get that. And uh, the young gentleman again who he faced, Jeff Brooks. Jeff Jeff Brooks. um, I get it. This feels like old school, you know, uh, I hate to use the term enhancement talent uh, Mm -hmm. to get the monster heel over. But at the same time, I don't know if it works the same today as it, did back in the day you know we talk about the audience not buying in i think they want to see him beat someone of some sort there, there there's we we need the iron mike sharps we need the sd joneses we need the, you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and i don't 
really see anybody like that right now. And and I think he needs a few of those before he moves on to uh, more name opponents, so to speak. It does always make me wonder why they don't have guys. I always use uh, Drew Gulak as the example, even though he kind of was this on SmackDown this week. But I just feel like he's someone who he's so he's good. You know, he's a good wrestler. So why Mm -hmm. not have him, even if it's like a quick match like this? But then to your point, you see them more often and it feels Mm -hmm. like it means something as opposed to we see the same people every week. But now this Mm -hmm. person I've never seen before is (laughs) going to be in the match. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, again, I mean, I think it's good for him. Whenever you get the chance to be on TV, that's mm-hmm. a, a good thing for, for him. But uh, but Raj, how are you feeling about Veer so far? Um, you know, I, I don't like the gimmick. I feel like it's very, uh, you know, they're combining Umaga with the, the bad guy from Temple of Doom. It's mm-hmm. basically that uh, kind of the stereotypical kind of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. I think you look at him, how he presents himself on social media, like with the suits and well-dressed and uh, just a really classy individual. And there's a Disney movie based on this guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think telling his backstory and, you know, like with Lacey Evans, maybe it'll get there sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But I think that guy is a star. The, yeah. the social media presentation, uh, uh, million dollar arm, mm-hmm. uh, what they're doing right now. It's just, you know, it's just stereotypical. It's, it, they, they've done that tons of times, but I see a ton of potential in beer. He's athletic. He's, he can move. He, he uh, I, I, I see a ton of potential. I just think that this character is not going to go far. I've said it before. I always think that on the main roster, you've got to survive a, like a run as something not great. And then you get to be great after that. Like even, mm-hmm. Omos for a long time was just the yell guy, you know, you, go, you know, and I think that Veer is getting through that. If he can get through that, then they'll let him move into the social. Cause you're right. If you check, if anyone who's not following Veer on social media, check him out on social media. The dude looks like a million bucks in his suits and the way he presents himself. He looks so cool. And I would love for him to be able to present that version of him. And they are finally mm. teasing the, the million dollar arm thing when he does that clothesline. Yeah. They're calling it that, but it's but, it's kind of a nudge nudge kind of thing yeah yeah i don't know I, i've never understood like say it <laughs> he's got a disney movie he <laughs> should say disney that movie on this guy he yeah. said I, i've got a disney movie made after me who are you dominic mysterio <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that that'd be great so um but at the end, you know, moving moving forward, mm-hmm. uh, we get to one of my favorite bits of the night. I I don't know what you guys think about this, but oh. the Kevin Owens show. Uh, this was one of my favorite Kevin Owens shows, and I it was just set up perfectly. Kevin Owens, Chad Gable with the lie detector, and Ezekiel. And who wants to hear Zeke speak? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, it's official. We all questioned, we wondered, but it's true. This is actually Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. They're two separate people. Are we going to get an Elias and Zeke tag team? I don't know. Hopefully we will down the road. But you know what they say, lie detectors do not lie. I guess <laughs> for lack of a better term. You know, here's the thing about this. It was, again, a very entertaining segment. KO is, again, you can tell he's enjoying himself in his current iteration here in the WWE. And Chad Gable is just a, one of the most underrated superstars overall. Not just in yeah. the ring. We know he can go in the ring. But his 
presentation, his 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 sports entertainment side is starting to show big time now, and it is it is absolutely working, and it shows a lot of confidence that the company has in both uh, Chad and Kevin Owens because they're counting on them to help elevate Zeke Ezekiel, mm-hmm. the younger brother of Elias, yeah. uh, and, and try to elevate him. So it shows that they have faith in people like Kevin Owens and Chad Gable to do that. Now, Raj, this is one of those classic examples. If you drew this up on paper, this 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 idea, it could be a train wreck. And without the right people in the segment, could be absolutely terrible. This knocked out of the park. This has got to say a lot about the three people involved. Having Kevin Owens, uh, Chad Gable, and... Uh, in the same segment mm-hmm. right off the bat is is gold and then you add ezekiel you know look I, I i felt when they were starting this that they had no real idea of where they're going with it with ezekiel you know with the elias stuff and you know what like if we were still in the thunderdome era they could easily do uh, <laughs> ezekiel and then you know and uh, elias together <laughs> i mean <laughs> Yeah, you just put a wig on him and a, a fake beard, and but I, you know, I, we, we, involving Kevin Owens, this thing has been—it's been really good. It's been really entertaining. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm still gonna wait and see where it goes. I don't see Ezekiel in a higher spot than Elias was a year from now. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope I'm wrong because I think yeah. he's super entertaining, but I I, I don't see it being uh, uh, an upgrade for him. But right now, I, I, I do think it's been entertaining. I want to uh, double back on that, Raj, and ask you, do you think... Now, obviously, I know the, the performer is one person, but in the story, is this really Zeke? Or will we event, will he eventually <laughs> admit to being Elias? I mean, I, I, know the, I know the performer is the same guy, yeah. but do you think in the, in the, in the, the realm of the story... Will we find out this is actually Elias or is this long term? He's Zeke from now on. I mean, going back to the 80s, they had Piper doing interviewing Roddy Piper. So they could easily do, uh, they could easily have them both on for sure. So, okay. So I can't wait. Did, did you ever see that? Roddy Piper interviewing Roddy Piper? It was, it was awesome. Everything Roddy Piper did was awesome. Uh, on the, uh, yeah, and, and I saw, as we saw this week, it was trending too when he made that appearance on the Bill Maher show. Yeah. <clears throat> I love Bill Maher, but Piper owned him on that. Oh, my Piper. goodness. Well, it was, it's hard not to get owned by Piper. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, your chances aren't mm-hmm. good when Piper is... It's funny, uh, you look at Sting. Sting was so just a total professional on that. Mm-hmm. And then Piper, <laughs> it was just Piper. It was just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that was great great stuff so uh i mean the match is I, I as far as the following of this match gable versus ezekiel um the uh the only thing i really took away from it is otis helped out at first i was a little worried that maybe alpha academy was going to break up and it was just going to be chad gable going forward so looks like they're still together at least hanging yeah. out uh jimmy do you have any predictions on where this goes alpha Academy's now mixed in with it ko still not excited about it but ezekiel's there any any predictions on what you think happens next with these four no i i I don't know if uh if alpha academy is going to be a part of this going forward i think they were used in temporarily again to help get this 
this tonight over, I don't know if that's going to continue going forward because I'd like to see them separated from this issue. That's for sure. And, and be uh, more a part of the tag team division. Yeah. Cause they, they need the bodies there for sure. Yeah. It's funny a year and a half ago, it was Otis. That was the one with the charisma, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like the, uh, the one that you, one of the most charismatic uh, persons on the yeah. roster and you know, Chad Gable is just, he's gone above and beyond. He's been amazing. Yeah. I always say, and this is where people are going to get mad at me, but I always say we, we never stop and look back and go where Vince was right. Cause when they cut Otis's hair and they did all this stuff with him, we're like, what are you doing? But this actually worked out very well mm-hmm. for everyone involved. And there's a lot of the stuff that has happened over the past year that I think we all questioned, but now we look back and we go, you know what? That actually worked out pretty well for him. So, uh, to Nobody, an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Nobody bats a thousand. They don't. But you, you got to remember that uh, this gentleman's been doing it for a long time. And I think he's gotten more right than he's gotten wrong. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I, <laughs> But I still do think having Mandy Rose and, and Otis play out in front of a crowd would have been you know, the way to go. (laughs) They can still do it. They can bring back toxic attraction could come to, to raw. It'd be great. Oh, all they have to do walk by each other in the hallway. And all of a sudden you see the, you see the wheels turning and Otis, you know, take my breath away. There you go. (laughs) It's top gun season. Why not? (laughs) Uh, So we get RK bro versus the street profits. Uh, Mm -hmm. These two teams, great chemistry, but I think I'm ready for both these teams to to move on from each Mm -hmm. other at this point. Uh, This is where a team like the Viking Raiders, I feel like would have been nice. Just, plug in there one of those another team that we see that we don't see very often freshen it up put a different team in there but um yeah, no, uh it's the no. usos music that comes on that distracts rk bro street profits get a non-title win uh raj we're starting to see the street profits just go farther and farther into the wrong side of the tracks look i think uh street profits they've been there for a long time i think they could use a heel turn or some sort of character change my my concern is that this becomes a three-way you don't have the unification you have street profits get beat in the three-way and you don't have that unification of the titles but you know that being said um this match was really good it just feels like i've seen it for the last six months over and over and over again like i i could care less yeah. yeah. And how many times are we going to see these non-title or what are they called now? These uh, championship content championship contender matches, I right? Think. Yeah. Opportunity or whatever. So, yeah. so basically what you're telling me is you have to beat the champions to get a shot at the champions. This is dumb. It, it just yeah. makes no sense to me. It, it drives me insane. Every time I hear it, and... you beat the champions, you're the champions. That's yeah. how it should be. You know, but, like but... any other sport. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine you get to the Super Bowl and you beat uh, you beat the Rams <laughs> a, and they're like, okay, next year if you beat us again, then you're the Super Bowl champion. Yeah, exactly. Well, if UFC, if the, the main yeah, event yeah. was a championship opportunity, you know, it, yeah, it would be yeah. ridiculous. But again, that's where mm-hmm. you just I think you could just slide in a team like the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. Same thing could happen basically, except RK Bro gets the win. I don't know something, but I just say the Viking Raiders. They got a ton of teams. You could. Just, Los Lotharios, mm-hmm. whoever, throw whoever in there. But yeah, um, yeah. once you it, it you unify yeah. the titles, you unify the tag divisions, all of a sudden mm-hmm. it opens up 
yes. a lot of opportunities as opposed to the same tag match over and over. It's just been Alpha Academy and RK Bro and Street mm-hmm. Profits over and over for mm-hmm. like the last four months. So Agreed. Agreed. I, mean, I, I guess I also get it, though, when you're looking at the roster, if you're them saying who should we put on, you're like, well, these are the three hottest tag teams we have. Mm-hmm. Let's put them out there. But eventually you burn. Eventually you got to put someone else in there to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, with yeah, my and zero, you can have a feud without the guys just wrestling over and over. And, you know, again, yeah. uh, to when Jimmy, you know, was mm-hmm. referee back in the day, when, when you had the demolition, the Hart Foundation and the Hardy Boys and, you know, mm-hmm. all the they weren't doing the same match over and over every week. No, you, you had storylines and mm-hmm. you built to the, the pay-per-view match. Now it's just they just keep wrestling over and over. And that's the storyline mm-hmm. It's just doing the same match over and over. The the real trick I always say is to have a division is you need to have a rivalry happening that is not about the titles. You need to have a right. title rivalry and then you need at least one other one happening that isn't about mm-hmm. the titles. Uh, same as with the women's division. Yep. 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 Um, uh, Jimmy, one last thing on this. Uh, we Riddle used to have doves. Then he had grasshoppers. Now he has bunnies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a question uh, or an I, observation. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to even speculate on what, what's making him uh, you know, <laughs> do this, but uh, I will just leave it at that and ha- tell him enjoy whatever it happens to be next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll be back to the birds. Maybe it'll be, yeah, I don't maybe know. It'll be puppies. I don't know. Something yeah. different. Um, uh, we get a segment backstage, and this is what I've been waiting for all night to talk about. <laughs> uh <laughs> Edge and Damian Priest, uh, they talk about how they should uh, be getting more because of things like Damian Priest with Bad Bunny last year, now not getting a WrestleMania match. Uh, says he planted the seeds for this with the brood and the Ministry of Darkness. Says it's everyone's judgment day with the scales sitting next to him. But then AJ Styles is having an interview and like ninjas, they sneak up in the dark on AJ Styles using the power of magic, Raj. Talk to me about this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, I love Edge. I think his ability to reinvent himself, reinvent himself is unparalleled. Like very few people. Undertaker has, and Jericho are the only other ones that have done it more successfully. Mm-hmm. Um and Edge is who, who knows he'll he might get there too. This sucks. I, I thought it it just doing the magic. I don't know. I, I just think it's above Edge's stature. Um, mm. To uh, it, it just feels like he's stooping low with this. I don't know. I, I think it sucked. It see, I felt like uh, Jimmy. The, and this is uh, I'm a mm. huge fan of Edge. I'm a huge fan mm. of his promos. Yeah. I felt like this was one of those things where he said a lot of really cool things. And then when you look back on it, you're like, wait, what did he say? Mm. I, I don't no, know. You know, brought up gang growl the whole bit. Yeah. It, like it felt like there was a lot of stuff, but like, I don't, it, it felt like after he was done, I was like, that sounded really nice, but I don't know if it made any sense to me. Like he was, mm. we deserve, we were doing this because we want more. I planted the seeds 20 years ago. You forgot quickly. I mean, it was 20 years ago. What do you, mm. what do you mean we forgot quickly? I, I, I don't know. I, I liked it, but, but I, what were your thoughts on it? No, I think, I think intentionally it was meant to confuse people a little bit, but at the same time, I think we are past the stage now where, where the, where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's a, it's a little bit different when you turn out the lights and you sneak attack somebody, but to turn out the lights and magically appear it, I guess in today's day and age, it doesn't work like it used to back in the day because you spend so much time building those characters. And there was a little bit more of a sense of uh, suspense of, of disbelief. Is that what it or is? Just, is suspension of disbelief. Right, yeah. Suspension of disbelief. Uh, nowadays, it, today's audience doesn't accept it as much. Like, like, like I said, I've been through so many eras of WWE. That stuff, I'm... I'm I'm accustomed to it, so it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much as it might bother others. But at the same time, I can see how others can be bothered by it. Mm -hmm. Turning out the lights last week was a big flop. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that set the stage for a that kind of hurt this week mm -hmm. with yeah. that going into it this like, like oh, okay. I don't know. Last week they did the thing with uh, Damian Priest. All of a sudden he's just looking in the camera. And the lights went out and he's just smiling, and that was the end of the match. Mm -hmm. Then you had Satnam Singh. <laughs> you know that was a, a, a big fail, mm -hmm. uh, even though it was way better when they what they did on Battle of the Bells. But uh, yeah, they lights they go crashed, out. But, it's yeah. got to be a big surprise. It's yeah. got to be freaking ultimate warrior you know like <laughs> right. that kind of a, a thing. that would be a surprise yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh but i like i don't know i've said before i like the magic when it, it's like match really like i like if someone's like a michael myers invincible in a match like okay i get that that's that's fun and like you can hit him and nothing phase him or whatever like but taker yeah like taker yeah you go yeah. okay that's i get that but yeah when it comes to I don't, I don't, I guess I don't really get how the magic plays into why they feel like they deserve more and what I don't understand why magic is involved because priest didn't have a WrestleMania match. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. The magic would have booked yourself into a WrestleMania match, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like everyone involved. So I feel like I want to give it more time. Um, yeah, well, so let's, let's give it a chance at least. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a chance. We'll give it a chance. Edge, I have faith in Edge. Yeah, I'm not digging it so far, but I do have faith in Edge. Yeah, if if it was other people, I might be a little worried, uh, mm -hmm. but I th I think they might be able to pull this out. We'll see. Right. Um, Theory had a match with Balor, mm -hmm. and um, this uh, I guess the match was cool, but uh, Raj, I I want to get your take and just talk about this. I, I think we are in the same boat. It just feels weird calling the guy Theory. Like Austin Theory, just call him Austin Theory. Yeah, so part of his real name is Austin. So Vince just decided no more uh, real names at all. So like Raquel mm -hmm. Gonzalez, her real last name is Gonzalez. So now she's Raquel uh, Rodriguez, which, you know, mm -hmm. Raquel Rodriguez is a cool name, whatever. Yeah. Just Theory uh, is not, a to me, that's not a cool wrestling name. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't, because it doesn't fit him. Right. Yeah. You know? Kind of like Riddle doesn't really fit Riddle if it's just mm. the word. Right. You know, it's that whole, what do you hear them saying as the main event for WrestleMania? Do you do you picture that name in the main event? And just theory. And, you know, sometimes I, I, I step back and I'm like, okay, as a hip hop name, is theory mm. a cool name for a rapper or is it a cool name for a, a band? And they, they might make it work. But as an, as an athlete, it just it just does not connect to me. Yeah, especially as like a, an obnoxious athlete. Right. Right. Doesn't really connect. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not against it being a one name thing. Like, yeah. If, I mean, you Rusev. 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 Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. 
but when it's a word, I want to uh, I want to attach yeah. the meaning of the word to the guy, and he sounds like an evil scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's the biggest problem with this whole thing. Like you said, uh, it's not the fact that he is his name has been shortened to one to to uh, you know like one word or one. It's the actual name itself. Theory is the problem. Just like you said, you mentioned riddle as well. That's kind of like when you hear the word riddle, the first thing that pops into your mind is you're trying to, you know. Yeah, is he like the Riddler? Is he right. going to try to stop right. Batman? Exactly. Right. Make a bunch of puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I now want to see Riddle make a bunch of puzzles. Like Die Hard 3. I, I, I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if the fact that uh, Austin, Steve Austin, came back this WrestleMania had any. Uh, any reasoning behind them dropping the Austin part from his, but then you but, knew before, not after. Yeah, I know. I just I don't I don't know. I don't know what yeah. the thought process is on that one. It's just random. Uh, you know, again, I think uh Austin Theory is a cool wrestling name. Theory yes. is not. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. But it shows a lot of it shows that they've got a lot of faith in him by putting putting him in the position he's in now. And hopefully when I talked earlier about them elevating possibly the U.S. championship on the Raw side and the IC title on the SmackDown side, maybe name aside, this can help elevate that championship because it is associated with uh, Vince McMahon as well. And we saw the the um, the the heel side locker room kind of empty yeah. out to congratulate the guy, and you know everybody's wondering, well, why are they coming out to congratulate? Because everybody wants to be on the boss's good graces you know what i mean i actually really like that that they had everyone empty the locker room and, and hoist them up and vincent yeah. Man came out. it did make it feel like what was kind of a oh moment go oh this is actually really really a big deal mm -hmm. yeah it felt like a big deal and uh props to them on that having vince come out you know vince Again, I, I think uh, theory checks all the buttons. You know, he checks all the boxes. He's got the look. He's got the athleticism. Uh, he, he can talk. He can go. Yep. Yeah, I think he's the Just next the guy. Name. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I even change the first name? Call him James Theory after Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do something. I, whatever but but yeah i like the end of this it felt cool i did think though i th did think that someone was gonna like drop him after they picked him up though mm. like Dajakovic was gonna drop him or do something like that or mm. i thought vince i was like maybe vince has another title run in and maybe that's what this is he all he does about. the thumbs down yeah there you go uh so i'm interested i'm interested to see where this goes so uh we will see how that plays out mm. uh the next part of the show there's another part I'm very eager to talk about, and it's the 24-7 wedding that happened. The brides looked lovely, but the crowd was not into this at no. all. They wanted the whole thing. Uh, Tamina wanted to swap husbands. Then she wanted to swap brides. Then she wanted to swap again. Mm -hmm. um, and then Reggie pinned Dana, and then Tamina pinned Reggie, and then Tazawa pinned Tamina, and then Dana pinned Tazawa. And just like they said on commentary, after the whole thing, we're all kind of back to where we started. Square one. Um, yeah. uh, Jimmy, I thought that <laughs> weddings, they're always silly and nonsense in wrestling. Mm -hmm. But I thought... I thought what kind of bummed me out is when Tamina paired up with Dana Brooke, I thought we were going to get a women's tag team. 
And that's what they were going to, that's what that was going to be about because they had the women's tag team champions out there as well. I thought that's what they were building to. So once they undid that, I felt a little bit like, oh, okay. No. Huh. No, I, I, you know what? It's funny you said that because uh, that's kind of crossed my mind. I said, oh, here we go. There's a good pairing that would work as a tag team, Tamina and, and, uh, and Dana. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. And I think the biggest problem I had with this entire segment, though, was the length of time it took. It took up a lot of valuable TV time. If it was a shorter segment where they just did their stuff and had some fun and get your yucks in, so to speak, I think it would have been uh, more tolerable for a lot of people. I think the fact that it took so long to get to where they were going, uh, which was back to square one, as you said, I think that was the biggest letdown for me is, is the amount of time it took up of the show. Yeah. To get to nowhere, to have it yeah. not really change anything. Uh, but speaking of how much time it took Raj, this is where I feel like crowds have been getting a little feisty lately mm -hmm. in uh, WWE. And um, I like crowd interaction, but at some point I always think just let them get through this so we can move mm -hmm. on. I feel like this segment got drug out because they had to keep waiting for the crowd. I, I thought this absolutely sucked. I thought this was the worst thing on the show. Uh, it's funny. I, I mentioned Even, on Twitter. So you like the magic more? I, I the, ma <laughs> the magic. It only had magic in this segment. <laughs> uh, but, worse, worse than Don Maria and Al Wilson? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, there was a death in that whole storyline, you know. <laughs> you don't see that often in wrestling, right? Uh, it, look, I, you know, it's funny because I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I was like, my daughters, uh, that was one of the parts that they watched of the show, and they were like really into it. I'm like, this really sucks, but they liked it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just not for me. This, you know, they are enjoying it, and. Sometimes not everything is going to be for me, but I thought this really sucked, and uh, my daughters liked it. So, yeah. well, good. You know. Well, see, that. Uh, sorry to cut you off there, Jack, but yeah. it just, it just. That's one of the things I forget sometimes too. That WWE's Raw, SmackDown, whatever, is a variety show. There's mm -hmm. supposedly something on there for everyone, and like you said, Raj, that was kind of geared towards the an audience like your daughter who would enjoy something like that, and. Who knows? Who else? There might be other adults that might like it, but you know, maybe not in my wheelhouse. But I, I could see where people can can enjoy it. It just, you know, I just think again, like I said, it took up a lot of value, valuable real estate on that show. And I also think uh, Sasha Banks being there. I know she's team bad, Ooh, whatever, but I, I think yeah. it. She's too big of a star to be a part of a segment like that. Yeah. She's, you know, uh, Roman Reigns would not be a part of a 24-7 segment, no matter if it's the Shield the or whoever is involved. <laughs> He's not going to be involved in that. I think Sasha's at that level. She should not have been in that. That uh, I agree with, yeah. If it was a real segment, sure. I mean, if, you know, uh, Tamina yeah. was really getting married, sure. I'm sure yeah. Sasha would love to be there. But... It was a ha-ha segment. So, again, yeah, you're yeah. right. She's well, above that. Well, like I said, if they did Brooke and Tamina becoming a tag team when they switched partners and then said, we're going after the tag team titles, then it makes sense that everyone was out there. But once they went back to my, my big complaint is that it was for nothing. It, it literally <laughs> is back to zero. Nothing changed. But we, we, we got that up there. 
<laughs> I'll only like a wedding if Michael Hayes comes out with a bottle of Jackson drunk. <laughs> oh wow, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, I would pay to see that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what they need. That's what the show is missing. Exactly. Uh, so it felt like this was a a kind of four week build up and a ten minute segment to say we're back to square one, but. Mm-hmm. That's the 24-7 title mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Uh, MVP and Omos, mm-hmm. uh, they send a video challenge to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley accepts. We're getting it next week. Uh, Raj, this one's going to go a little different, I'm guessing, right? You know, when you think about who who uh, the challengers that Roman has ahead of him, there's not that many. There's mm-hmm. Drew, who I, I would guess they're saving for the UK pay-per-view. Uh, mm-hmm. Cody. I'm mm-hmm. guessing that would be SummerSlam. So who else do you got? I mean, I know they're probably going with Nakamura, which makes no sense. It, it seems like a complete placeholder. So I would think it's Lashley. And if it's Lashley, he, I don't think he should be losing again or, mm-hmm. or, or losing right now. I think he should beat Omos again and uh, mm-hmm. be that next challenger to Roman. So yeah, I, the one thing with uh, Lashley, I feel like, him doing the pandering to the fans just is not jiving with me. Like, I feel like he's more natural as just a badass, not caring, you know, just with that stern look on his face. And I think he's more effective that way when he's kind of, you know, being the happy go lucky guy. I just feel like it, it takes something away from his character. In my opinion, it's the exact opposite of guys like edge. He's the one that's like, you love, I love you guys. It's like, they booed you for a year. But I, I think my prediction is I think Randy Orton and or Matt Riddle have a, a, a run at Roman Reigns after the title unification thing. I have a feeling uh, if, if it's anybody, I'm praying it's Randy Orton, because uh, I think I think uh, was it Road Dog who tweeted tonight something about along the lines that Randy Orton is the best TV wrestler out there. I think he and people love him. I think oh. that he's he's actually primed for something like that. If if it wasn't for the mm-hmm. fact that Reigns is on a historic run, I would say he should definitely win the title. Well, maybe if they do unify the tag team championships and the Usos, you know, uh, claim those titles for the bloodline, maybe we do see in the future a Randy Orton uh, Roman Reigns confrontation, which I, I would be all for. I like that idea. Yeah, and he's a legend killer. He could end the legend of the. I, don't oh. know. I just like saying legend yeah. killer. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but we get speaking of uh, Roman Reigns, we do have a, a chat here. Jared Wilson says, "Is it true about WWE having no plans for Reigns to drop the Universal Title even after WrestleMania 39? Saw it banded about online. I mean, I'd imagine oh. that they don't have." I, I'd be shocked if they had any plans for WrestleMania 39 at this point. I, I guess they've got ideas out there of what they would like to do, but you know, obviously we know the big, the big rumor out there of who Roman Reigns might face uh, a family member mm-hmm. at, at WrestleMania 39. But that depends on so much going on because that family member has a lot going on. And it's changing constantly. Yes. I mean, who knows what kind of movie project that family member will get. Uh <laughs> Clearly, even mm-hmm. if it is The Rock at, at WrestleMania, he's Rock's not going to win the title, I wouldn't think. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot see him sticking around for months and then dropping the title back. So 
clearly Roman would win and and go beyond that. But yeah, I mean, who who is in the position to beat Roman Reigns? Roman has so much stock in that character that to beat him, it you shouldn't do it just to do a 50-50 kind of thing. It should be a, a big deal when he loses and it should be the mm-hmm. right guy. And there's just not anyone that's kind of right that's kind of there right now in my opinion. No, it, yeah. you know, I heard, I heard a name bandied about today, uh, Cody possibly being that guy. And if it is, then that would be something. If you can't get the rock for WrestleMania 39, WrestleMania 39, where he does finally achieve his goal uh, for his dad. Like that, yeah. that, could, that could be a good, uh, yeah. I hate to, I hate to use the term backup plan in case the rock doesn't show up, but, uh, I think it would work. You, you, I mean, I think with The Rock, you have to have a backup plan because he mm. is just he, theoretically he'll be running a football league next year at this time, right? True, true. So. That, that's what people when people start planning for him to be in doing these things, they just think there's the amount of money to make it worth his while is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think it's the money. I, I think Rock could care less about the money. I think mm-hmm. it's just you know, if he's doing so, the last time he wrestled, he got injured that he could not do press for pain and gain. And so they were pissed about that. Like he's not able to do media. And then that put off filming for Hercules for like a month. And that cost millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And after that, uh, with the movie insurance, he hasn't been able to do it since. So again, if he's got a big movie, uh, it's not going to happen that he's filming during that time. Well, that's kind of what I mean is they'd have to it, it would have to be an amount that'd be worth it for him to say no to to movies and step away for a while. And mm-hmm. I, everyone keeps yeah. saying that we're going to see Roman versus uh, Rock in a WWE ring. I have a feeling it's more likely we'll see them in a Hollywood movie. Uh, yeah. I must have in uh, Hobbs and Hobbs and Shaw. I have <laughs> a feeling Reigns is going to be Hollywood sooner than later. Oh. Um. But that's just my prediction. I don't know. He's just, got the look. He's got yeah. he, he's got everything. It just can he act? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, well, we got we got Cody Rhodes versus Kevin Owens is the mm-hmm. as the mystery opponent, uh, which is actually kind of a dream match, really. And uh, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins comes out halfway through, and after getting into an argument with KO, Seth causes KO to lose via countout. Then there is a uh, an attack by Rollins afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, this like I said, it was a uh, was a um, kind of a dream match to see these two in the ring. They had a bit of time, mm-hmm. uh, but it ends kind of uh, not not as exciting really? as I think a lot of us would have liked it to have ended. I, I know, I, I get it. I know a lot of people are upset with the ending being a little flat, for lack of a better term. Uh, I'm not as upset with the ending because. You know, for Cody to actually beat, uh, it, may, it would have made sense because you're trying to build Cody Rhodes right up now. The, it, he's in that honeymoon stage right now. So, you you know, you would expect him to win. But at the same time, Kevin Owens right now is at a position where he is elevating other talent as well, like Ezekiel mm-hmm. or, or Elias, his brother. Uh, uh, well, Zeke. the says it's Zeke. Let's just call him Zeke, yes. But, you know, again, for them to put that match on television made a lot of people happy. I think people wanted to see a definite conclusion to the match, but the way it ended also left us an open door where we could possibly see this match in the future again. And maybe 
Um, I don't want to say we get it next week, but down the road, we could see this match again. And that's cool. I'm cool with that. It, it, I thought it felt very uh, like all of a sudden they realized they don't have much time left. And like, <laughs> oh shit, we got to rush and get this yeah. done. It, it just felt very rushed. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like it. I, yeah. Again, I think Cody and Kevin Owens, that's a pay-per-view match. Uh, that's something you should advertise ahead of time. That should, you know, that's something you say like next week, it's going to be Cody and Kevin Owens. That's mm -hmm. it's that kind of a match. So mm -hmm. eh, I, I just mm -hmm. thought, eh, you know, we're at, we're at this weird point uh, always in late April, May where WWE, they kind of take a couple months off creatively. Mm -hmm. Like it's just kind of like WrestleMania rematches and, uh, and it's too bad because they get, they build so much momentum from WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. They got a ton of people watching more than ever. And instead mm -hmm. of just riding that wave, they just kind of, you know, uh, just take time off. And mm -hmm. the one time they didn't in 1998, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he beat Shawn Michaels, mm -hmm. they were hot that summer. And that caused a, you know, a spike in mm -hmm. wrestling popularity. Right. I'd mm -hmm. like to see them do that again, but they're not so I, mm. I i just feel like the next five weeks are going to be just not not much happening uh yeah it's um i feel like not to be that guy that nitpicks the order of the show and whatnot but i, I think if they were going to do this ending this is a first hour main event and then you have austin theory win mm. the title in the main event with everyone mm. coming out and this man coming out uh, yeah, and, and leave with that that's, feeling of like, wow, that's really big. I didn't, I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. And like I said earlier, trying to elevate the 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 uh, perception of the championship, ending the show that way would have done that a lot better than than doing it in the middle of the show. I love people, that idea because yeah, yeah I, I do too. Because remember, people, I said remember, but people remember the last thing they saw, and having like you said, Jack, if, if they would have seen theory on everybody's shoulders holding the title of the United States championship up high. That's how you go off the air. That's what people remember. And Vince McMahon out there. I mean, yes. anytime Vince McMahon's out there, that's a big deal. So yep. Yep. Um, you get a uh, sheet black in the chat uh, offers thoughts of uh, raw was terrible tonight. Wedding was funny. Though. <laughs> I think, I, I think, I think, uh, why wow, I, I think I'm in bizarro world because I feel I think the opposite. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> Raw is pretty good except for the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Raw chugged a lot. I think really the wedding and the uh, the ending being flat were the only two things that really. Yeah, and 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 if if I may, you know what? I love Jerry Lawler. He's awesome, but I think he's trying too hard to be heel commentator mm -hmm. as opposed to just just be Jerry. You know. Yeah. Lawler was one of my favorites as, mm. as a co color commentator growing up, you know, behind Jesse, behind Bobby. And mm. then it was, it was Lawler. And then tonight, geez, some of the stuff he was saying, it was just mind numbingly mm. corny. Like yeah. he was doing a hip hop uh, Easter reference. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God. Like wow. how far backwards are we going mm -hmm. uh, in coolness? Yeah. <laughs> I always think this is a time you know, always talk about building up uh, young wrestlers. I just feel like this is a good time to build up a young commentary person and bring someone from whether it be NXT or level up or UK or whatever, and have someone have Nigel McGuinness come in and get LA Knight. LA Knight. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you have all these people there that you need mm -hmm. to get TV time for. And 
right. uh, with no disrespect to the king, but like that's a great time to have mm-hmm. them. And, right. and I think LA Knight would have been awesome in that role. They're they're yeah. kind of teasing yeah. him in that mm-hmm. manager spot. And, uh, you know, I hope that leads to him actually being a wrestler because he's got yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, he might not be Eddie Guerrero in the ring, but he's got everything else. He's got oh. charisma. He's got promo ability. He's got all the tools. Yeah. And, and you look at a lot of the top stars in WWE over the years, Bray Wyatt, Ron Strowman. Uh, a lot of these guys I mean, mm-hmm. they are no longer there, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. they did reach the top and they weren't... Uh, you know, work rate machines. It, a lot of times the character and how you present that character is above exactly. and beyond uh, what, you know, yeah. what happens in the Absolutely. ring. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's kind of more of a brawler, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, he's not like he's bad in the ring, you know, he, but he's not, you're right. He's not going to do like hurricane Rana's and topes right. to Acidas and things like that. Uh, right. But uh, I think whenever I'm watching his matches, like I'm into him. I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm not like, oh, this is horrible. It's because you're invested in LA Knight, not the twisting, burning 450 hammer Phoenix splash that he did, <laughs> right? You know. Right, <laughs> which he can do pretty well. I, no. from what I hear, I haven't seen him do it yet. But, yeah. And you know, you even look at AEW, um, the guys that make it to the top, really main eventing pay per views, it's the mm-hmm. guys with charisma. It, it, there's a ton of good wrestlers in AEW, mm-hmm. but the ones that really make it to the top are the ones that have charisma, that have mm-hmm. mic ability. Yep. Hangman Page, uh, he's got charisma. He, mm-hmm. he had the right storyline with uh, uh, with Kenny Omega, and that, that got him there. And outside of that, it's all guys that are super strong with charisma and promo ability. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He, he's just such a force on the microphone. Put a microphone in his hand, he'll do the rest. It'll mm-hmm. It'll work out. He's a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. Yeah. I think you're right, Roger. I think he's the guy that they should have put there, but Mm. I, cause I guarantee people would like, if he said he was a wrestler and then did that for two weeks, by the time he's done, they'd Mm. say, I want to see this guy in the ring. Yeah. Whether I want to see him beat someone up or get beat up. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, but that does it for the show. That's, that's, that was WWE raw. It, uh, Mm. it hummed right along. We're going to, do an NXT after show tomorrow on Wrestling Inc. And then we've got the AEW Dynamite after show on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Then we've got the Pop Culture Pro Wrestling show on Thursday. Then we've got SmackDown slash Rampage on Friday. Uh, it's a nonstop train that just keeps running. Uh, all, all with the, the conductor mm-hmm. at Raj Geary underscore 303 running the charge. Don't follow the other 302 Raj <laughs> Geary's out there. Yeah. or 304 through infinity (laughs) Uh, but also at jimmy corderas and i'm at real jack farmer uh any final words before we sign off fellas no 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 i I mean like i said uh for the most part i i i did like raw tonight there was uh, as as raj pointed out some some stuff that wasn't for me but i don't think they were intended for me and I think that's that's one of the re- things people get fixated on, and 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 they should just look, enjoy the stuff that you enjoy. And if you don't like a certain segment or or two or three, then hey, you don't like those segments. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I hated the wedding stuff, but if I was there live with my daughters in the arena, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, on TV on TV already they were hooked, but right. even in the yeah. arena, it would have been that much more so. So. Mm-hmm. 
it was uh it was i, I felt overall it was an entertaining entertaining show yeah. we uh yeah i would say watch wrestling with kids and it changes your perspective absolutely a lot of it you're like oh that's why they do this stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah that does it for us we'll see you guys next time make sure to follow at wrestling inc across i think all social media is it at wrestling inc on all social media all social media yep. across awesome. all social media <laughs> <laughs> that does it for us we'll see you guys tomorrow for the nxt after show you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator